Welcome to an experience far from others. An audio medium unlike anything you've ever heard before. The pinnacle of sound experience. Jacked and canned. Featuring John Tessman and Colby Tyler. A place where you will get the information you crave. And hear about the topics that you love. Presented by themselves. Coming to you from the basement, bar, and the bedroom. Sponsored by no one. Jack and Canned. <laughs> because that's exactly how we kicked it off. <laughs> In your face. I told you at the beginning of the year. I just came at Cole's high energy. You didn't even see what we were talking about before this, ladies and gents. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that at all. I told you Antonio Brown. Did I tell you about Antonio Brown? <laughs> tell um, me. You did. Um, I don't Wait think a minute. you nailed it. I'm but... not done. I'm not done. <laughs> what if, did I tell you about Fournette? I told you about him, too. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. Dude, Sparky, chill. Sparky, come here if you're going to say something. Get closer to the microphone. Told you to be camping. Okay, Sparky. All right, Sparky, calm down. Colbs, take over the NFL episode, man. I'm going crazy. <laughs> Tampa won, dude. All right. So, yeah, actually, that works out pretty nice, John, because I was trying to figure out, like, a nice way to bring, like, the start of this episode, and you just did it for me. So I didn't have to plan out anything. See? <laughs> <laughs> So, um, first off, I just want to mention that out of the hundred dollars that I bet, I uh, I won back ninety five. So I only lost five bucks on the Super Bowl, all in all. So, wait a minute. Here's the thing. I want to kick in here for a second because I know that you were talking about some of your bets, and uh, one of them, of course, the only one that really no, I take that back. The two that resonated with me. Um, Really had to do with the uh, what color the Gatorade or the Powerade would be when it was poured over on on the uh, coach. Yeah. And, of course, it was blue. And I was thinking blue. You had orange, right? Um, I didn't end up betting it, but I did see. Oh, you know what it was, John? That wasn't me. That was Flem. That, that was one of Flem's things. Oh, that was one of Flem's things. Okay. And then one of the other things that was brought up on there was a safety yeah. occurring. So I had my eyes out for it, but it didn't happen. No, it didn't. But the risk reward was so nice on it because my 10 bucks would have become a quick 150. So I was like, well, I mean, if it does, it's worth putting down the 10 bucks. And here's the thing. There was one of those moments where I'm like, oh my God, literally during the game, I stood up and I'm like, Colby is about to freaking win this right now because... <laughs> um. Tampa went for it on fourth down and like inches or fourth and one, and they got stuffed. And uh, the Chiefs were on like their own half of yard line. Yeah, I was and pretty I'm excited like, too. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, Kolb's just freaking won. Nope, of course not. 20 yard reception. Yeah. Of one of the very few that the Chiefs had, of course, was against you. But what did you win? What were the sections that you won on? Oh, God. I don't have it right next to me right now, but I know that I won the over on field goals. I had over two and a half field goals. <laughs> I remember that. I yep. remember that. that <laughs> I, had, um, I had like different lengths of field goals. The over of that both teams will make at least a 33 and a yard or 33 and a half yard field goal or something along those lines. Yep. I had um, I had so much stuff on kicks. One of the ones that I didn't get was a missed extra point. 
Um, but I, I bet a lot on kicks. It was really random. And I got the uh, I got the under on the game. Everybody was telling me go over. No, stay with the under in a Tom Brady Super Bowl. And that's exactly what I did. And that's exactly what worked. Although it got a little bit close at the end, mostly because Tampa just wouldn't stop putting up points. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was a little crazy there at the end, man. I was definitely very, very pumped to see that. And here's something off topic before we go ahead and transition into anything else. I just want to know if you ended up seeing the celebrations, the boat party that Tampa was having. We're gonna do we're gonna cover that in our regular episode. Oh, we're gonna cover that in the regular episode. So ooh, Colbs, I like that. So ladies oh, and gentlemen, yeah. we are recording this first. <laughs> so if you're listening to this one first, which is going to be released, go check out the full episode of Jack and Can, because you know you want to. Yeah, no, we we didn't want the the fun over here because we wanted to break down football over here. So that's what we're gonna bring you. So when we're going to break down this game, I mean, just to really sum it up in general, and I'm gonna give a very general cause here. The Bucks were able to do things and the Chiefs were not. And I know how simplistic that sounds, believe me. But when you look back at the game, you could rewatch the entirety of the game. I almost already have. I'm in halfway through the third quarter and it's not changing. Essentially, what happened is the Bucks got things that they needed and the Chiefs never yep. did after that opening drive. So we're going to start off in the real breakdown here with the coaching. So. One of the things that you couldn't help but notice with the Chiefs offensive line, which I know has been mentioned on every sporting show in America. So the Chiefs obviously had injuries. We had the left tackle out, which shifted over right guard and right tackle, and somebody else was playing over here. I mean, it was all sorts of stuff just from uh, one player really being down, but it was your left tackle, so it really matters. But the one thing that really threw me off with this is 95% of the game, roughly, the Chiefs only blocked with their five offensive linemen. They at no point decided, hey, maybe we should use a running back. Hey, maybe we should use a tight end to enforce more blocking. So you end up in a place that you can't protect Mahomes. And Mahomes, yeah. I mean, you you could tell. He was just sprinting for his life the whole damn game. He looked like Russell Wilson. Yep. And we're going to talk more about that. It, wait a minute, too. wait a minute. I want to kick into this though. Sprinting for his life. Dude, there were some of the plays, man. Obviously, he's so athletic and everything, so agile and quick. So he's just rushing back there in the pocket. He's evading, evading, evading. And I'm like, dude, Mahomes, why are you hang on to the ball? Like people have him wrapped up and he's still tossing it. He looks like for all my MLB fans out there, and I say my MLB fans, because I do like baseball. I know you Coles do. Like no, 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 baseball. but I know you do. Right. So for all the MLB fans out there, it's like that Byung-Yung Kim. Now, that's a flashback <laughs> right there, that submarine-type pitch. Mahomes was out there looking like Byung-Yung Kim and just scratching his fingertips on the floor, and he's hitting the players, or his receivers, right in the helmet. I felt bad for the dude. They were just dropping him left and right. No, like, you know Man. what's funny about that, John, is I was going to transition from the coaching thing once I finish it up to exactly the play that you're referring to, but now that you brought Get it up, town. we're going to do that right <laughs> just now. Did you... Let's well, clearly it. you saw it. I, I shouldn't even ask you the question. I don't know why I was about to ask you in the same way I was planning to prior to the podcast starting, but the way that he looked... Do you remember when the kids were doing the thing where they were planking, where like a group of friends would be around and then they'd be distracting their one friend 
and then they go, oh, look over there, and there would just be another oh. one of their group just like laid yes. out flat. That's what Mahomes looked like. Oh. I got a still image of it that I was going to send over to you, oh. but I didn't want to talk about it before we got on here. That was the most, I, I am not kidding when I say this, John, that was the most impressive throw I have ever seen a quarterback make. I cannot believe that he got that throw off. I can't believe that it went as far as it did. And I can't believe that Darrell Williams dropped it because it hit him in the face mask. Even better than Doug Flutie? Yes. The pass? Yes, better than the pass. Better than Doug Flutie, better than Joe <gasps> Montana, better than any of those impressive throws you've ever seen. <gasps> that throw was more physically impressive than any throw I have ever seen in the entirety of my life. I cannot believe Ooh. the talent that that kid has. It is just Ooh. bleeping phenomenal. There's nobody that can do the things that he can do. And when I say nobody, I don't just mean in today's NFL, John. I mean in all of the NFL's history. Throughout the entire right. of the NFL, nobody can do the things that Mahomes could do. Oh, and ladies and gentlemen, finally, Colbs is understanding what I've been preaching this whole entire time. Why'd you pull out your He just card? said nobody in the... Well, uh, yeah, I'm just holding it. I'm fanning myself because I'm getting hot and bothered with what I'm about to say. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, hot and bothered just pulled out his swiping. credit card. <laughs> I'm about to order a slow cooker in Best Buy. Anyhow, so... <laughs> That's what I do when Kobe goes off on rants about football. That's what I do, especially NBA. If you want to see a funny video of me and what I do when Kobe talks about NBA, just go on our Facebook page. You're going to see a little funny, uh, a little funny meme or video over there of uh, kind of what my facial expressions is. The drunk one, you know what I'm talking yeah, about, yeah. Colbs. <laughs> um, oh crap! I lost my train of thought. What was that? Where was I going, Colbs? Where was I going? Help me out, man. Oh God! Help me out. Hey, you're you're talking like 90 seconds ago. I don't have that kind of memory. Damn it, dude. Well, I guess we're going to have to transition. It's going to come back to me and I'll interrupt you. No, it's more. well, that's perfect. That's exactly what you're best at. So what we're going to do is we're going to go back to coaching for just a second here. So, okay, you go back to coaching. I'm going to order the damn slow cooker. Take it. All over. right, do your thing. So I don't know why it is that the Chiefs <laughs> did not decide that they needed to help out that offensive line, but they just chose not to. It was really confusing in a way that was just ultimately it really just bewildering. I don't have another way around it. I'd like to scope out the words here to give you some sort of landscape of what this really looks like, but it just comes down to simplistically, what did you do? You didn't change anything. When the second half came around, you didn't decide to run the ball more and help out with the potential of giving more time in the play action game. You didn't do anything other than exactly what you did in the first half. You chose to use the strategy of because we're better than you, we're just going to play better than you. That's not how you win in a game against bleeping Tom Brady. So we're going to move across here to more so of what Mahomes looking like Russell Wilson looked like. Okay. Oh, and also let me just throw out the credit real quick to Todd Bowles with the defense for Tampa. He just rushed four and he did it schematically perfectly and kept the high cover two with the safeties deep. So the Tyreek Hill at all times had a deep safety so that he couldn't just run by. That was phenomenally done. And it's not always going to work because there will be times when your line doesn't create pressure when you just rush four. But it worked in this game, and that's all that matters. The Chiefs didn't change, so the Bucs didn't have to. So for the second half there, they got to do exactly the same thing. But we're going to move over to Mahomes looking like Russell Wilson and what this made me think of. 
Everybody. Oh, oh, oh I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It just, it just came back to me. You said Russell Wilson, and that's what made me think about it. I am so sorry. I am so delayed on this. Holy crap. I'm sorry, Colbs. But, dude, when you said nobody was better in the NFL, you're right with that. That's why I was fanning myself with the credit card. See, my brain overheated. That's why I forgot it. Because no one was bet. Nobody then that pass that you've ever seen Patrick Mahomes throw was better than that in the NFL, right? But the XFL, oh, dude. XFL, lots of beautiful passes. Oh my, yummy, beautiful passes. I'm glad you interrupted the show for that. So we're going to move over to this now. So Mahomes (laughs) looking like Wilson, my takeaway from it, it's kind of funny to me that all of America noticed when it happened to Patrick Mahomes, but they don't really pay attention to the fact that that's what Russ does every single game. And Russ still finds a way to win a lot of them. Mahomes just did the Russell Wilson experience, and it went very poorly. And granted, I'm not making a statement that Russell Wilson can handle that better, but he does have so much more experience in it, and I don't understand why nobody has given more credit towards what Russell Wilson has to go through every day. And we're going to talk more about Russ when we come to the main podcast as well, so I don't want to dive into too much here, but I got a little bit more on Russ that will be coming up in our main episode. John, why do you have a mouth guard? And why do you always bring props to the show? <laughs> because, dude, you know that that's what the show's about, man. No, it's not. It's about props. <laughs> oh, dang, you're right, man. We are just a straight audio yeah, platform. there's no video. You know <laughs> this year, we're getting video, ladies and gents. Oh, <laughs> quick decision made on the fly. All right, let's see how we can figure that out. <laughs> We will. We will. <laughs> Fair enough. I guess I'll have to dress better. Actually, we both will. We both. No, no, no. Let's, yes. <laughs> so we're going to talk a little bit about Tom Brady in general. Tom Brady, this guy, he's still out here doing this. Uh, I, Amazing. I just don't understand it. Do you remember the Tom versus Time documentary that at this point, by the way, I think is two, three years old? Like, when does it end? I don't. When does it end? I've never seen anybody that, it, John, I've seen two breakdowns that are the funniest things to me. There's the first half of his career split with the second half of his career and how impressive those two are because those are two Hall of Fame careers. But if you just look from his 20s, his 30s, yeah. and his 40s, you could make the argument he has had three Hall of Fame careers all in one career. It is the most impressive thing I've ever seen in any sort of team sport. I don't know how this guy gets it to follow. And we're going to continue to just doubt him and doubt him and doubt him. We're going to say, this is the year. This is the year. Oh, they lost that week two game. This is it. But it never is. This guy's going to be winning Super Bowls in another 65 years. This guy's going to be playing until he's over 100, still winning bleeping Super Bowls. How do you stop Tom Brady? The answer is you don't. You just don't. Thank you. Thank you. Exactly, man. This is what I've been preaching since day one. But yeah, you were out there in 2001 saying that? No, since day one of the pod, man. (laughs) I've been a hopeful. People have been bashing Brady. If you go back early on in the podcast, people are like, Oh, Tom, he's going to start wearing down. Well, ladies and gentlemen, breaking news to you. Tom Brady is here, and he is ready to play. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I just don't understand it. I've never seen a quarterback that through three separate eras of his own career 
can have three separate, amazing, separate careers. And I know I use separate a couple too many times there. Could have probably gotten away <laughs> with just one. But I think the audience gets the point. I've just never seen anybody able to do anything similar to this. It doesn't look like this. When you age, you look like, no offense, John, but Vinny Testaverde. You start breaking Aww. down. You start throwing more and more interceptions, less and less touchdowns. Your arm cuts off for speed. It cuts off for the accuracy. You start making worse and worse decisions. And Tom Brady doesn't have much of any of this because Tom Brady never won off of a strong arm. That wasn't his game. He was always just um, a maniacal uh, mythology bastard. Oh, I don't know what word I was going for. He's a maniacal bastard. Methodical was That's the word is. I was going for. He is just a surgeon out there. He just cuts defense into pieces. And nobody else does these things like Tom Brady. Nobody ages this way. I mean, John, just the way he physically looks, he looks younger now than he did coming out of college. And I don't know what the reason I'm for getting, that is. And I don't want to speculate, but there's something up there. I'm just saying, man, I said this early on too. Damn, I'm a pioneer. He looks like a box of hamburger helper. He looks oh, so delicious. Jesus. He looks good. Johnny does not look. He, he doesn't good. look like he's ever had hamburger helper in his life. I don't think he ever even ate it as a kid. <laughs> I'd be surprised if he had a PB and J. He had an avocado toast. <laughs> oh, you're probably right there. <laughs> Dang it, Tom. <laughs> I just guess our living. I, I can't believe what I'm seeing, and he just continues to overwhelmingly impress me. Now, the other conversation I want to have before we get off the NFL pod here is. Yeah. Tom versus Bill. So obviously everybody in the media has been making the speculations of what's Bill Belichick think? What's he got as far as this goes? Well, obviously I don't think that Bill was rooting for him and Bill might, uh, he probably won't say anything ever because he just doesn't. But I could imagine a scenario in which he's asked about it so many times that he goes, yeah, I'm happy for Tom or on to Cincinnati. But what yeah. I really think is that Bill watched that game infuriated because he was pissed that Tom left and just did the same damn thing, and he just went 6-10. and 10. As far as I'm concerned, now Bill Belichick just became the new Aaron Rodgers. Bill Belichick is pissed, and I don't know what that's going to mean for the Pats in the future. I hear rumors they might be looking at grabbing Carson Wentz. Well, here's actually what's going to happen oh, if you Jesus. want to know. All right. Breaking news. John Tredonis. Aaron Aaron Rodgers is going to go to New England because he's pissed. Bill Belichick is pissed. They're both pissed. They want to win. I, John, <laughs> I can I ever give you a serious question? <laughs> is it possible? I'm just saying. <laughs> now, wait. Imagine if this happens. What would you say? Come on. Uh, you know what, John? I will absolutely give you undeniable credit if that's what happens in this offseason. I do want. <laughs> no, no, not this offseason. I'm not saying this offseason. I'm saying 2025. Okay. So you got Aaron playing another four years then, huh? I do. Okay. I do. I, He's younger than Brady. Well, He's younger than I am Brady. very aware of that. And I'm not saying that he won't play another four years, but I think that part's even questionable. He doesn't seem like he enjoys the game the same way as Tom Brady. Tom Brady enjoys just <laughs> beating people more than anybody else I have ever seen. It's it's awesome. Uh, congrats to the Bucs. Congrats to Tampa. Tampa Bay. Champa Bay. All these cool things yes. that we're hearing going on. Tampa Brady. 
congrats to Gronk. I'm sure that he's currently having a phenomenal time. Oh, he's having a blast right now, man. I was seeing some of the videos, and we'll talk about that in the regular episode, obviously. But, dude, big congrats. Another thing that I just want to mention before we get off here is that Kansas City, you guys got nothing to worry about. You got the best quarterback in the league. You're going to be back there a lot, just as long as you don't deplete your entire roster. And in all seriousness, they only have a finite amount of stars on that team. It's Patrick Mahomes. It's Tyree Kill, it's Travis Kelsey. Beyond that, you got guys that are replaceable. And I'm not saying that you should look to replace any of them necessarily, but what I'm saying is the collection of talent that they have is sustainable. Now, I do worry about with the way that Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey play. I one's really, really fast, and when you play like that, you typically lose that as you get older. Travis Kelsey bangs into people. Gronk retired at 29. I know he came back and won a Super Bowl, but at the same time, I get nervous watching guys that play like him too. So we'll have to see exactly how those two hold up, but Patrick Mullen's going to be fine for a very long time. And I think this turf toe little surgery thing he's got going on is going to be something that's going to help him going into next year too. Personally, I'm speculating. I, I think it's like a bionic toe where it will help him make cuts quicker out there on the field. He's going to have a more dangerous spin move, a quicker 40-yard dash. Well, after that Super Bowl, I you might need it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, dude, here, Coles, Coles, that's your takeaway of the NFL postseason. You want to know what mine is? What's that, buddy? Taylor Heineke. Yes, yes, yes. A two-year ex- extension. For almost $9 million. Now that's the big Yeah, news. we'll have to see. I don't, you know, I'm actually going to hold out uh, reservations on him. I'm not going to tell you that, hey, he just played a game and he's not going to be any good. I'm going to say let's wait and see. John, well, hell, you want to cut this one, get into the regular episode, buddy? That's what I'm thinking, man. You know how to shut it down, homie. Ladies and gentlemen, at the end of the NFL season, actually, you know what? Before I even do the the quick thing at the end here. Wait a minute. Before you even do that quick thing, stick around for one moment. Super Bowl giveaway. I know we owe this to Tim, and I know we owe it to uh, Tyler, the magnets. So, Tyler, send us your address. Tim, send us your address, Colby. You know it. Any other listeners right now, message us, jackedandcanned at gmail.com or on our Facebook page or Instagram or Twitter. Reach out to us if you want a Jack and Can magnet to go on your mini beer fridge or your regular fridge if your wife or girlfriend approves it or if you just want it on your regular fridge let us know we want to send you for free a jack and can magnet um what i was going to get to there what i was alluding to is that going forward since the nfl season is now done we're going to utilize the nfl episodes a little bit differently we're not going to get rid of them we're still going to give you guys the six hours a month um we're just going to use these more so for bringing on either guests with us or for just having a mini episode that isn't necessarily centrally revolved around anything because I can't just do an NBA episode. John will be gone the entirety of it. (laughs) So with that said, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, jacked and canned. This was jacked and canned. Tune in to new episodes on iTunes and check out what the boys are getting themselves into on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Jacked and Can. Presented by No One.